0: Hi, this is Katie Cole and I wanted to wish you a really Merry Christmas and you're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix. Yes, it is. And I'm delighted to say joining us on the radio
1: box all the way from sunny Nashville um, is, of course, Katie Cole. Hello.
0: <laughs> Hello. Thank you for talking to me today. And it's raining, so it's not sunny today.
1: No. I thought it was always sunny in Nashville.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. Emotionally. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just not literally. Uh, I was going to say physically. Yes. Um, meteorologically. That's a big word for the day. Yes. Done. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> what's Christmas in Nashville like? Is it kind of uh, snowy and, and all that? Or do you not really get that
0: there? Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Because oh. I grew up, obviously, in, in Australia with uh, you know pretty hot Christmases. It was always just like, cold meats and salads and, you know, you just kind of hang out. You know, yeah. it wasn't like a big deal. Like American Christmases are a whole other thing. It's like I've got like the fresh Christmas tree downstairs. Sometimes it snows during um, during Christmas as well, but it's definitely the season for it. So, I mean, there's just always wildlife. We get like deer in our backyard that sort of wander through too. So, it's oh my it's gosh. very, it's very picturesque. Like when you think of like what's on like, your traditional Christmas or holiday sort of greeting card that you would receive, like that—that's it. It's happening a lot outside. Of that, it's it's <laughs> it's it's absolutely happening. It's crazy, but I love it. I mean, I love all you know. I love Christmas in general, but like I do love it when it's physically a bit cold because then you can you've got the excuse to wear like the you know the you know daggy Christmas sweaters and you've got an excuse to make that extra cup of tea. And I I like I just like it.
1: Yeah wind down for the for the winter. I guess being, spending a lot of time growing up in Australia must, must be a, a nice change to experience that kind of Christmas and, and that kind of weather.
0: Oh, I, I love it. I'm, I'm very fortunate. Like, I, obviously, I grew up in Australia, and when I first moved to America, I was living in Los Angeles for the first few years. And actually, that's when I first met um, a UK um, radio promoter where I f- first got played on, like, BBC Radio 2 in the UK was because I moved to Los Angeles. And it was that was like that really blew my mind, and I've always had such a great response from u k radio for, for my music and I, I love being over there too i've I've spent you know a bit of time in the u k too so i'm i'm am definitely a i'm a yorkshire or p g tips girl myself, but um i, I, I love to- tra- I love to travel anywhere I spend long enough. I feel like oh this might be i do I live here now but yeah i'm definitely i I'm still Australian at heart, which makes me sort of more. More British than American, I suppose
1: <laughs> yeah you're almost one of us that's that's fine
0: yeah that's fine. We, we spell <laughs> the same, so therefore
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. Uh, if you're a PG tips girl, then we're all good that's that's fine
0: yeah perfect. <laughs> you mentioned
1: seeing a, a deer out in your garden. I mean we're based near London um, so I mean really, the Christmas wildlife probably consists of a couple of pigeons. that's kind of as far as yeah I was, gone.
0: yeah, I was say, yeah. <laughs> a couple of pigeons and a couple of people getting home from the pub <laughs> yeah, actually
1: they're not the kids playing in the snow it's it's drunk people falling down the hill. That's what's happening instead, but <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> that's perfect. the vibe
1: that's the vibe. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining. us. great to have you on uh, for a chat. I know you're you're very busy at Christmas, uh, but you've had a busy year, really.
0: Oh, it's been crazy. It's been. I mean, I never. I mean, I never really know exactly what's going to be in store for me each year. This year came in. I mean, this year really started last year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: sometimes, sometimes years just kind of blur together. But I spent a really long time working on I. Uh, I'm a singer-songwriter but I also play in uh, as a musician in the Smashing Pumpkins and I have quite a sort of a dual career in terms of I you know do a lot of touring with them but then I'm writing so I'm always juggling these couple of careers at the same time but I do work with them now I've worked on the, their last couple of albums with them and the the recent album that they've been releasing in sections and sections is a 33 song album so I remember reading the press release
1: life. thinking, that is a lot yeah. of music. You're like, you're they? like,
0: is that a typo? <laughs> did they make a mistake? Um, no, it's a it's a really big in it's a really big endeavor. So yeah. you know, we started working on that project a while ago, and that sort of that followed through to I think January. I think we finished uh with vocals, and then it gets into the rest of all this other stuff. I did I do background vocal arrangements as well as singing on the albums too so there's a lot of I'm very involved in what they're doing sort of creatively now which is amazing you know I never thought in a million years I'd be a singer-songwriter working with one of the most iconic rock bands in the world like who knew but I guess I had a, a upbringing of you know a single parent family where my mom would sit me and my sister down and play us like you know, concerts like Isle of Wight and Woodstock and Jimi Hendrix and Janice and like, it makes sense. Like if if you're in my brain, it all kind of makes sense and you're like, cool, cool, cool. cool. But this year was definitely a big one for touring. I just finished a tour with the the Pumpkins. We did two months of touring across North America. It was like 32 shows, a couple of small shows and we played Jimmy Fallon, um, the TV show as well. But we played big, you know, a couple of these big places like Madison Square Garden and Hollywood Bowl, which are really wow. big arenas. Um, just exciting, exciting, exciting stuff. And you know, I've had lots of crazy experiences with the band. But we just finished that. Um, I was going to say that was only a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Sometimes I have to take a pause and be like, "What month? <laughs> what year is it? What it's about a couple weeks time ago. has
1: happened since?" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
0: Where am I? (laughs) That
1: must have been such a dream come true. I mean, somewhere like Madison Square Garden is the kind of place you see in movies like and and stuff. It's It's
0: huge. It's crazy. It's crazy. Some of I mean these these iconic venues where you're like, wow, like you look up in the rafters when you're on the stage. And you and you see like that billy joel has played there i think it was 130 times and i was like i was like okay so i'm like i'm like i've got some work to do like catch bye. up yeah <laughs> I've got a lot of work to do but i've been super fortunate with touring with the band i mean we played we did like a festival run a couple of years ago across europe and we played um download festival in the uk which was like hundred thousand people and like those types of festivals where it's outside and that amount of people, it has its own sort of soundtrack. You, you, you walk out onto the stage and it's like,
1: you can like you can actually, it, yeah.
0: you can hear it and feel it and you're like, you can't see where the people, it's like an ocean of people and you're like,
1: Whoa,
0: this, is, <laughs> this is slightly terrifying. Don't fall down. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky.
1: You say that as if you have before. I can't imagine that has that happened.
0: <laughs> no. Not yet, you know, knock on wood, but not not yet. I'm I'm actually pretty relaxed on stage. Um I'm not I mean, you get nervous as much as anybody does because it's more adrenaline cuz it's like, well, I've got to do this big important sort of thing, but I feel pretty comfortable on the stage and I, I I get along really well with everyone in the band and they're super great people to work with. That it's not it's not really a daunting sort of process. It's just get up there and do the best job you can do and just try and stay in the moment, and you know, yeah. create you know create moments on stage, and just you know just do do a great job and have fun with it. Like I just try and keep sort of that in mind. While there's whatever tens or you know hundred thousand people out there, you just like just don't think about that.
1: <laughs> <Just> <laughs> don't put a number there. It's stay fun. in the moment.
0: Just yeah. it's cool. Everything's cool. <laughs> and when you're
1: when you're in front of that many people, can you actually see? Like that, there are that many people there because I always imagine when I've, I mean I've only been on small stages where there literally are ten people, but I imagine you can't see past X amount of rows, or can you? Literally well, see you, you can as far you as you can. There are
0: in, I mean, I I mean, I prefer like the smaller shows to do like theatres where it's maybe only you know, 500 to 2,000 people where you can see like a good amount of people. And there's not much of a barrier between the stage and people. I like those shows the most because I feel like it's a bit more intimate and you can actually have direct eye contact with people, have conversations with people.
1: You could those surf. big
0: shows <laughs> hey how's it going oh do you, you do you know that no you don't do that on stage um but when <laughs> when you're playing in arenas and there's quite a big sort of barrier even between the stage and that very first row it's got to be big enough for like security to walk through and do all that and Some photographers sometimes are in that sort of barrier too but i can usually see like maybe 20 or more rows because a lot of the time like we have a pretty intense lighting uh, set up on stage like the it's 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 like extraterrestrial lighting. it's like whoosh, <laughs> well, it's like this, it's like it's it's like its own sort of thing. You
1: could land but a plane yeah
0: <laughs> Pretty yeah. much it's like and follow the lights. Um, no, but it's really intense lighting so the, a lot of the time there's you know these lights that sort of converge and they move around a lot. but when it's that bright and even if there's haze or smoke machines that sort of damper and filter the light in certain ways, I can still see quite a vast amount of people, so it's really interesting to see that I can see people, but they don't know that I'm looking at them. Yeah, so that's really. So out. I do, I do a lot of people watching. So I'm on stage, I'm in the moment, I'm doing my thing, singing da da da. But I'm still watching people because sometimes it's like I notice that there's like cause there's certain fans that I've seen at this show and that show, or they've gone to <laughs> multiple cities, or they're wearing something that I think is really cool, or. Whatever, or they're just literally just rocking out as hard as humanly possible, and I can't keep my eyes off them because they're just doing like weird (laughs)
1: stuff. Yeah,
0: but I can see, I can see quite a lot of people, and often, like, I'll invite friends or acquaintances along to shows, and I'll see them. I'll be able to spot them out in the crowd, and like, you'd think there's no way that you'd be able to find people that you know, but I'm like, I. And, like, I'll, I'll wave and that they don't see me. And I'm like, how do you not see me? No. <laughs> I'm the <laughs> one on, on the stage. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, but it's great. I, I do enjoy I enjoy pe- seeing people's faces during shows too because you can really sort of gauge the the intensity. There are sometimes, like, wow, totally in the moment or sometimes they're just, like, just yeah. freaking out. They're just like, uh it's, it's fun.
1: <laughs> so having family and friends at your gigs and stuff and being able to see their face expressions, um is that a scary thing for you i mean as a solo artist versus as a in in a band um do you find that scarier doing doing that on stage and when when
0: it's me doing my thing with whether it's me playing solo or with a band for for my stuff i always take a there's a lot more pressure and a lot more weight on my shoulders to do a good job and be you know just just be myself a bit more like there's definitely a bit more pressure about that and it doesn't really matter whether there's friends or family out there. I just feel just a general larger amount of pressure just to make sure that I've done the best possible job um, that I can do. Whereas when I'm in the band, it's like I know that when I'm playing with the Pumpkins, yes, there are people that are watching me, but most people are watching either Billy or the other musicians in the band too. Like I'm part of the equation, but I'm not the centre oh, of, uh, of, the, of the show. I'm okay to share the spotlight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sometimes. Uh... Sometimes.
0: No, but it's it's honestly like it's a very different thing to play my songs and like for instance, okay, here's a good example. When we did, um, well, there's a couple of good examples, but when we did uh, the tour in Europe a couple of years ago, which was tw- uh, 2019 before the pandemic, so that was uh, what seventy five years ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> feels it, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just carry the one BC, um,
1: before COVID, yeah.
0: Exactly, right. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so it was. It feels like forever ago, but it really, really was not a couple of years ago. Um, one of the shows, like we we'd been uh, rehearsing. I think we'd done a few festivals, but like the first solo show that we were doing, well, the band show, like headlining band show, was supposed to be in Oslo. And something happened where the opening band couldn't um, perform. I think one of the one of the people in the band got horribly sick. So they pulled out and like I get that, you know, the the knock on my dressing room door oh. at like maybe 4 30 in the afternoon as the tour manager is <laughs> like, Do you wanna open the show <laughs> to me? <laughs> so I'm in obviously wow. an American I'm an Americana singer-songwriter artist, and I've opened shows for Billy. And also the band in different iterations where it's not like a full out, you know, rock in your face sort of sound. So it's not unheard of for me to do something like that, but like first show <laughs> pretty much of the tour, <laughs> I've been rehearsing. All I've been doing is been thinking about Smashing Pumpkin songs for like a month because I think we, yeah. rehearsed for, we rehearsed for a good few weeks in Germany before wow. we started travelling around and then we landed in Oslo and we're like, oh, cool, to be like, Suddenly, okay. you've got to remember um, your own songs. I'm like, I just paused and I'm just like, just give me, I'm like, give me like 45 minutes to run some songs. I'll either remember everything on autopilot or I'll remember nothing. Cause sometimes that's just how your brain works. <laughs> Even though yeah. logically, I've played my songs, you know, obviously hundreds and hundreds of times, sometimes you'll go to play a song and you'll just be like, I don't know where that verse went, but it's not there anymore. Okay. Second verse, same as the first. You can't really (laughs) do that with your own songs because like I respect, I respect my songwriting that I've bothered to, you know, take the time to write a song a certain way. So I want to make sure I remember it. But I did the quick run through and then was just, I just let them know. I'm like, yeah, I'm cool to do that. So I went and did a sound check and then it was like, good evening, good evening, Hello. Oslo. <laughs> you might, re- You might remember me from such bands as this band that's going to happen <laughs> next. But, you know, so we, you know, I'm quite personable on stage and uh, there was quite a few people in the crowd that sort of knew who I was from yeah. playing in the band. Like I did hear a few like, Katie Cole, in the audience, which is interesting and, and was funny all at once. And I'm like, well, it was either going to be me or no one. So how about me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm, you know, like I play a lot of, you know, my songs aren't funny. I tell a lot of quite serious sort of stories within my songs, but Mm. I'm myself on stage, like my banter on stage is pretty personable and I like to sort of, I like to just be myself and give people something else to sort of be interested in as well so they can get to know who I am. So that yeah. they're not just walking away with the songs, they're walking away with sort of getting to know a bit of who I am. So that was that was sort of one of those learning curves where I get to do like me solo and then literally be like, and good night, and I'll be back, just back like in that half an switch. hour. I'll be back in half an hour in a different outfit playing keys now. But um, <laughs> you know, that's it's interesting because it makes you go, what what else am I capable of when you're put in sort of stressful situations? But yeah. again, like I'm not I can either do it or I can't do it. You know, I I, I don't think, you know, I I don't really stress too much. And again, like I'm comfortable on stage. So it's just a matter of, can I, again, can I remember these songs or not? It's not, it's not like, can I, uh, you know, I don't get nervous in that way anymore. I used to, I used to be really sort of. Um, very concerned with how people would perceive me or if I'd say the wrong thing. But now I'm just like, I've travelled around, I'm talking to the crowd. I'm like, I don't even know if you speak English. And I'm like, I'm just talking at you. I'm like, I don't know. They're popping, like, <laughs> they she might waves not get a hand. word. They're like, they're like, she waves her hands around a lot while she talks, right? <laughs> 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 I don't know what they're thinking, but I'm grateful to be able to do all of these kind of crazy things as a solo artist and as a you know a touring member of a huge rock band. And be in the studio but yeah, again like I'm here to, because it's like I get to record my music and release it and sometimes I'll be on the road touring and I'll be like I've got to release you know I had a video that came out um, I think it was uh, about a month and a half ago while I was on tour and it's like I'm promoting that at the same time as playing these shows and <laughs> you know I had I had this Christmas song that obviously we'll be talking about in a minute I had that ready to go knowing that it's like when I get off tour, then I can put the Christmas song out and, okay, then I can like, huh, oh, then it's the end of the year and yay. Yeah. You know, but you have to plan a lot of these things like in advance. When you are touring and when you're quite busy, you've kind of got to make your own schedule and adhere to it because like I don't have, well, it's like my team of people consists of me doing this and then me over here doing this and then me also doing this. So it's one of me has you to do all the of team. these things at some point. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we are doing a great job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All of the Katie Coles present have done a great job. <laughs> I think that's awesome to have that level of confidence um, in your your abilities. I mean, clearly you are a super talented musician to be able to just flick a switch and go from solo Americano artist to playing the keys in the middle of the biggest <laughs> rock bands in the country. Um, but to be able to just flick that on and off is awesome. But I guess if you could look back on your younger self um, and, and new musicians, Is there a moment that kind of clicked for you that you kind of gained that confidence or is it just a a period of time? What advice would you give to someone who's maybe not as confident on stage?
0: Um, I think it, it comes with time. I don't think there was a moment. There was a series of moments. And I've played, you know, I've played live shows for many, many years. Like I played, you know, five, six, seven nights a week while I was in Australia before I moved to Los Angeles. And I was quite used to using my voice every night, singing for hours each night. Sometimes it was, you know, setting up an entire sound system and lighting system and then tearing it down and putting it yeah. in my car and driving home. And, <laughs> you know, I'm I'm used to doing the work. I'm used to it being hard. I'm used to late nights. I'm used to, oh, my fingers are sore because I've been playing guitar for hours and hours and hours. Too bad, you know. I'm used to the hard work. You know, if you think it's going to be easy, then it's probably not career for you but when you've actually got your craft down and you're comfortable doing this and this and you know what you actually need to get through a particular gig and like to me like just drink tons of water stay hydrated sleep those are the things that you shouldn't have to tell people but like when you when you're going to be doing a grueling amount of work those are the things that come first but no once you know your craft and you're comfortable in that like i know how to sing i know how to play this then being on stage is more about well, who am I on stage? So a lot of people are just terrified of you know public speaking or just being themselves. Mm. But once you go, well, what would I what would I want to see on stage? How would I like somebody else to sort of you know be on stage? Or what, have I, what I have I enjoyed from watching other performers? And often it's just you know sometimes it's just telling a little story that's personal to them or about. Maybe it's about what the song's about, or on the you know on the way down to this venue, this happened to me, and I you know and just sharing something that's it can you know a connection because yeah. then it it takes it takes like this story, the person on stage, person in the audience, and it just makes a little a little connection between the two things, and it makes you a little bit more attentive to what they're going to play next. So I always just look for those types of things to add to my shows. They come naturally to me now because. My life is full. My brain is full of stories. I've always got something to say about something. I've always got six or seven things to say about one thing. You know, it doesn't, I just have to narrow it down. And when you are on stage doing your show, it should be a performance and not just like I try and make it a little bit less of a random conversation. Sometimes that's what ends up happening. But tell us, tell a story give people something to walk away with that isn't just the music because it's the thing that will make them care more about what you were doing, like what you were saying, you know, the, you yeah. told this story and then you played this song and then all of a sudden that means a bit more to you. So I always just try and think about what they walk away with aside from the music at the end of the night because that's the thing that will separate you from other people. So that's, that's, that's my advice.
1: Such great advice to make a, like a personal moment really because I feel when you go and see a yeah. live musician – Really, that's it. To create a person, the the
0: difference between I'm on stage but you're down there but this is something you may have experienced too or this is something that happened to me, then it makes it more like you're all at a dinner table together sharing stories or something. Yeah. There's no food. Well, maybe there is. Maybe people have food in their bags. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They do. At the back of Madison Square Garden, they're having a little picnic.
0: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Amazing. Amazing. Katie, you mentioned your Christmas song there, um, your, and we, your love of Christmas is is obvious. You've not not your first rodeo with the Christmas songs, uh, fast becoming the Australian queen of Christmas, I would say. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> have you got an Australian queen of Christmas? Because over in the UK, we've got Cliff Richard. We reel him out every Christmas. I guess in the US, I Mariah know. Carey is kind of it, isn't she? Um,
0: well, yeah, yeah. She's the, Well, she's the queen of like all the memes. Like I, the funniest one that I saw about her was like her Frozen. It was in November I saw it. It was like a meme of her Frozen. And it's like she's de, she's defrosting currently, <laughs> but she'll be ready to go now. Whatever, she's ready to go. Whatever seen. it was. I don't, I don't think there's a queen of, of Christmas for Australia, but I, I sure do love writing Christmas songs. I love um, the idea of what the what the holidays are about, the stories. I love all those classic Christmas songs. I grew up with them. I used to sing them a lot as like carols when I was a kid. But I love listening to, you know, Bing Crosby and Dean and you know, Brenda Lee and those all those classic classic Christmas yeah. songs really kind of get into you. It just it isn't Christmas without hearing them sometimes. And I always wondered like as a songwriter like I mean, I suppose I didn't wonder, but I I thought at some point as a songwriter I would end up sort of diving into that like and start writing Christmas songs and I've only written a handful of them, maybe four or five, but every time I write one, I'm trying to sort of do something different with it. It's not just like, oh, and write a Christmas song. It's, I'm always like, well, what haven't I covered yet? You know, what haven't I, what, what haven't I experienced, you know, with as a songwriter, what would I like to share in this song? And I mean, this particular Christmas song, um, maybe it's Christmas, um, it's uh, the, the song is more about like, I, we came out of the pandemic. So I'm like, well, maybe people really actually need to relax right now, like maybe.
1: Yeah, <laughs> slow down.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, like maybe we're all a bit stressed still. Maybe we want to kind of take a moment, acknowledge the challenging year or two years that we've been through. Um, and it's not to say, you know, that there's always going to be, you know, health scares and strange things that happen in the world. But I I sort of felt, and it may also be, you know, having finished like a few big projects I was working on with the, you know, pumpkins and my own music too. That's, you know, I wrote this song right after finishing all those things. And maybe it was just like that feeling of like when a weight's off you to go, I need to take a moment for me now. And that's really what I wanted to sort of instill in this song, just that, Take a moment. You made it. <laughs> you got through it, and and, and it's Christmas. <laughs> so and breathe. So it's like it's definitely one that I didn't want it to be. I didn't want it to be stressful. I know it's like to say like the, it's the like, like the affirmation of Christmas songs. But I I just wanted it to be something you could listen to and be like okay I'm just gonna sit here, have hot chocolate or have a cup of tea. Yeah. and wear like, you know, terrible Christmas sweater or whatever it is and just be like, and oh, it's cool. It's all cool. Yeah. Christmas is here.
1: That's it. That that's... was
0: definitely the ma- the mantra of the song.
1: So what you get from the song, I feel like I, I, that's definitely the song I'm going to put on first when I finish doing all the Christmas wrapping and and you get this big build-up to Christmas yeah. where you got to get everything done before you take your break and then that's it. And there we are. It's here. We can now enjoy Christmas. <laughs>
0: I oh, know and I love Christmas and it's it can be a stressful time too with you know, Christmas shopping for everybody and like that's also what I like about Thanksgiving in America that like it's it all sort of surrounds the whole holidays about just like hanging out with friends and family and just eating a bunch of stuff but Christmas is that but also presents yeah. so it's it's the stress of shopping and like did I get everything did I finish everything oh, I forgot about this person. Oh, now I've got to do cards. Well, who am I going to send actual cards to? Who am I going to send e-cards <laughs> to? Do I send both to both? <laughs> yeah. You start yeah. to kind of, you don't want to miss anyone because it is special to, you know, to receive a card or a present from somebody because it's more about the thought, oh, they were thinking about me or you know, same thing when I send stuff out to people, I'm like, because I want people to know that I'm thinking about them and I'm thankful for their friendship or whatever it is that we've experienced together. Um, so it's 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 it can be a bit stressful, but I definitely wanted this song to be a bit more of a yeah, an, ex- an exhale, yeah, for sure. Yeah.
1: that's interesting. You mentioned like Nat and Dean and, and Bing Crosby because I think this this track has that kind of vibe to it, that kind of old fashioned yeah. Christmas. It's not. It's about... a bit
0: old fashioned. It's not completely old fashioned. I've de- I've definitely done a few sort of more old fashioned recordings before, but this one is. It's sitting on the fence. It's like a really comfortable fence to sit on, but it's sitting on the fence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like a robin at Christmas, sitting on the fence. Yeah, right. It's lovely. I absolutely love it. It's Brilliant. Um, also, you had a, a big year with some big releases this year as well. What's coming in twenty twenty three? You got big plans for next year.
0: Yes, huge plans. Um, <laughs> I've got a couple more songs to release off. Um, my last uh, crowdfunding project um, is called uh, Rivers and Roads and I've released a few songs here and there off that, but I've got a couple more songs to release from that and other music that I've been working on too. So with the new music will come, um, obviously new music videos too. There's more touring I've got to do. Uh, for myself and um I suppose with the pumpkins as well. But new music is a big deal for me because I don't I don't have the luxury of making it as often as I wish. So yeah. knowing that this this EP will be coming out this uh, I was gonna say this year. Next year. Next year. <laughs> it's it's Got like yeah. It's like last year's weekend. I'm like I'm just uh, <laughs> it's it's been such a bl- it's been such a blur of like the last couple of years of all like just mushed together. But that's but yeah. fine. But I'm excited everyone's- to everyone's going through that, I know. Yeah. Again, part part of the reason of putting this Christmas song out was for that reason to be like, it's cool, you can relax now. But um <laughs> I can I'm I'm excited to put out this new EP and I'm I'm sure everyone's gonna gonna dig it. It's got you know, it's got a lot of sort of scale back songs and there's some surprising things there too. But um I'll have that on CD and vinyl and digital and all the all the magic streaming services will will have it at some point next year too
1: fantastic i can't wait to hear it it's going to be wonderful uh taking it on um, maybe the occasional little little spot with the, the pumpkins um see if you can bump off the support acts is that allowed? <laughs> yeah. a, little, a little something <laughs> in the drink
0: yeah excuse me did you know who i think i am (laughs) 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 no no i'm grateful honestly i get to do a lot of these crazy amazing things so i'm i'm just excited to get out there and be be able to do whatever i can do with you know whether it's my stuff or with pumpkins or with other people i'm just i'm very grateful to be in the position that i'm in
1: living a musical dream um lovely any plans to come to the uk
0: Yes, I'd hope so. Um, I don't know when though, so it's it's been a challenge to work out when I'm touring and when I'm not touring with the, with the Pumpkins. Yeah. Um. Once I know what their sort of full touring schedule is, I can kind of work out like well, I'm going here or I'm not going here. But I'd love to get back to the UK for just some of my shows. I had such a great run um, doing the European tour because I did some solo shows opening for Billy. Um, right across Europe as, as as well as doing all those festival shows and things like that. We did a solo run, so I got to. Um, I don't think we played London. I, th- I know we played um, Glasgow and Dublin and a few other places in the UK. But I'd love to get, yeah. love to get back to London. And I, I don't think I've played there for realsies myself. And <laughs> I don't think. So, I think it's. I think it's been about, almost ten years since I've actually stepped foot to play one of my shows. Wow. So I'm a tad overdue. Just a little bit. Overdue.
1: It's missing you. It's missing you. It's not the same.
0: <laughs> I miss you too. I miss you too, London.
1: We'll have to get you down here when you're here. You're welcome at Phoenix FM Towers anytime.
0: Thank you. I'll, I'll be there. If I'm there, I'm there.
1: Lovely. Katie Colt, thank you so much for joining us. I love your Christmas song. Can't wait to hear what comes next on the EP. And, and good luck with touring and everything. With the thank you, I appreciate, I
0: appreciate it this, Yeah, appreciate it It's a lot, been a lot of hard work But it's, it's nice to take a break for this moment During the holiday period And just yeah, chill out for a minute But thank you
1: Put your feet up in front of a warm fire
0: Deal <laughs>
1: <laughs> We'll see you soon
0: Alright, thank you, take care
1: Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that chat half as much as I did. Before you go, there are hundreds more great conversations like this one available to listen to anytime for free on the Now You're Talking podcast. It would really do me a huge favour if you gave this podcast a review wherever you're listening to it. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and share it with your friends. Oh, and I'd love it if you popped me a follow and a message on social media too. You can find me on every platform you're on, uh, all under the same username, at StuPink, S-T-E-W-P-I-N-K. Or you can get in touch on my website, stuartpink.com. Wow, your your backdrop looks much more professional than my bedroom. Um, that's
0: it looks like we've got a similar setup. It's really not too different.
1: <laughs> Just need a big sheet. That's that's all it is. That's all it is.
0: Perfect. That's it. It's ma- magic. Pure magic. Hi, this is Katie Cole, and I wanted to wish you a really merry Christmas. And you're listening to Stuart Pink on Phoenix. Yeah, that sounds better.
1: You've done well to remember my name. What always cracks me up is people go so deep and they go so ad lib, and then they go. So, what was your name? <laughs> 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 oh, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now is it's like you, now is the season for giving and and who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.